Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I just need to talk down the fire like a sucker. One, two, three. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Mindful Mayhem. I'm your host, Cody Tucker. As always, be sure to like and subscribe. So, uh, we are about a week away from the Super Bowl. A little less than a week away. Uh, AKA, favorite holiday of the year. Uh, And this year is going to be a fucking badass Super Bowl. Um, Obviously, my Raiders did not make it. because someone likes to get a little drunk and get behind the wheel of a car and fucking kill someone and her goddamn dog. Uh, and the coach likes to um, say fucking horrible shit in emails. <laughs> oh, God. And then, yeah, we'll we'll see. Better luck next year for the old Raiders. But um, So this year we have the Cincinnati Bengals, a.k.a. LSU Tigers, and the L.A. Rams. Which is fucking insane to me that, you know, and I don't think like the NFL is scripted, not like the NBA, which the NBA is a fucking joke. Uh, I can't even tell you like the last time that I watched a fucking NBA game just because of like how bad the fucking, I mean, how obvious it is that, I mean, it's completely rigged, like going off of these like store, basically like trying to fill in these like storylines and shit. It's fucking horrible. And every team is just trying to make this like all-star team. And no, so NBA is garbage. Baseball may as well not even be a fucking sport. So it really just leaves NFL and hockey, which again, a little similar to NBA. Anytime you have a sport that has 80 fucking games, not watching them. I will wait till usually like what I do with NBA is I wait till like after the all-star break and then I'll start watching like a few games here and there. And then I watch like all the playoff games. Uh, Same thing with hockey. Except I'll, I'll watch like more hockey games throughout the year than than I will with uh, NBA. Like I'll like I mean I'll watch any like Vegas Golden Knight game. Like if I catch it, I'll always watch the Golden Knights. Um, so yeah, I mean I have like my teams that I like, and I'll watch them. And the NBA, I don't even really have a favorite team. I mean I guess kind of like the Rockets, but um, I mean I don't really even give a shit. I just have like certain players that I like, so I'll watch them. Hockey. Vegas football, always been the Raiders. So, anyways, uh, Super Bowl. So, yeah, Raiders did not make it. Really not much of a surprise. Uh, A fucking massive surprise that the goddamn Cincinnati Bengals made it. Which, look, Joe Burrows is a bad son of a bitch. And I always, I mean, okay. So, used to have a big alcohol problem. Me, not Joe Burrows. Well, Joe Burrows may have. Who knows? I mean, he's he definitely seems like he likes to get a little fucked up. Um, so I used to have a bit of an alcohol problem, uh, kind of stifled that addiction, and did not realize that I've always had a bit of a gambling problem. 
Um, that did not come into the forefront until I quit drinking and realized, oh, shit, that's not the only addiction I had. Also, food, uh, clearly. But, um, yeah. So, uh, my gambling problem is getting a wee bit out of hand. Um, if I go missing sometime in the next couple of weeks, <laughs> you will know why. So, now, actually, I'm going to try to, like... Um, I'm going to try to limit myself this year on, on my, so I usually will, you know, I'll bet like sporadically throughout the NFL season. I mean, I'll bet on hockey games sometimes. Um, just kind of depends. And then anytime there's like the world, I mean, I look, I don't give two fucks about baseball, barely even remember that baseball exists, but when the world series is happening, I'll usually bet on the world series. I'll bet on like any, any like big event like I've been on and winter Olympics have started. Uh, so if anybody would like to get in on some, uh, winter Olympics parlays, uh, just hit me up because I will for sure be betting on that shit. Um, so yeah, so I usually save my like big betting for the Super Bowl, and the past couple of years I've done pretty damn well. Uh, so I bet on the Buccaneers last year, one. I did bet on the 49ers the year before, so I lost that one. But, uh, I mean, basically because of Tom Brady, I've done pretty well in the Super Bowl. Because when in doubt, never bet against Tom Brady. But, as we all know now, that uh, that rule is gone because that son of a bitch fucking retired. Which I don't understand because he easily, easily could have kept going. And, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because they just were such a shit show in the playoffs this year. Um, and, you know, all the stuff with Antonio Brown. Like, I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to, wrap, like, you know, wrap it up. But, uh, Tom Brady, you will sorely be missed. De like, it's crazy to even think about. Like, that dude has been not just playing, but been, like, the greatest person in the NFL since I was seven seven or eight i mean yeah like no wait more than that because he's been playing what 22 years i'm 28 so six yeah so basically since i was like six years old tom Brady has been like the greatest player in the nfl and has been consistently the number like basically the number one quarterback every year um the teams he's on which you know for the majority of it's the patriots and then two years of the Buccaneers consistently going to the Super Bowl um, and winning. I mean, won seven fucking Super Bowls, six with the uh, Patriots, one with the Buccaneers, which, I mean, is a – I mean, that's fucking amazing. So, I mean, there's no questioning that he is the greatest football player of all time. Nothing, Nobody even comes close. Uh, who? Who the fuck comes close? Peyton Manning? Fuck no. Um, yeah, so Tom Brady – Hats off to you, boy. Good luck. Um, but, yeah, so now we're going to have to, like, see what the fuck is going to happen from now on because there's no, you know, almost guarantee of Tom Brady being in the Super Bowl. So this year, Cincinnati and L.A., I actually – okay, so part of me, I was dead set against the Bengals because they beat the Raiders, and it was a bullshit game. Um so I was like, you know what? I hope the Bengals fucking. I do not want the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. But the more that it's gotten closer to the Super Bowl, the more I'm like, 
damn, I don't know. I kind of like, uh, you know, old Joe Shiesty and, uh, I like, I mean, I like, I like a lot of the people that are on the Bengals and, you know, it's kind of an underdog thing, but I really don't give two fucks about underdog situation. Cause if you're an underdog, that really just means you suck and have sucked for a long time. So you really shouldn't be celebrated for sucking for, you know, the past 30 goddamn years. Um, but that's basically what it means. Whenever somebody says I'm rooting for the underdog, you're rooting for the team that sucks. So, and I usually don't, I mean, I don't really give a fuck about whether teams won a bunch or never won. Um, so I was like, man, I like, I do not want to bet on the Bengals because fuck them. They beat the Raiders and maybe that's me being a sore loser. Guess what? I am a fucking sore loser. Uh, I don't like losing. So, you know what? Apology redacted. Um, fuck it. I am a sore loser and I do not apologize for it. So, <laughs> um, so I was like, man, I really don't know if like I want to bet on the Bengals or the Rams. And I really want Matthew Stafford. I like Matthew Stafford's a fucking awesome. His wife is a goddamn saint. His name Tracy Stafford had a goddamn brain tumor and seems to be nothing but a fucking amazing person. And so I was really, really not wanting the Chiefs to make it one because they're the Raiders, uh, Raiders rival team. And two, Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend or fiance, whatever she is, is a bitch. <laughs> like he she is such a piece of shit it is amazing to me like pouring champagne on people like I, I, during a playoff game like like how do you not okay so patrick mahomes has half a billion dollars basically i mean i don't know if he gets that like how the like that money comes to him but in general let's just say he has half a billion dollars because that's about how much the contract was for um you would think that whenever he's like, okay, we're signing this massive contract. I'm about to marry this woman who is now entitled to like half this shit, which is, I, I would have found someone different. Anyways, um, or be single, be single. Just, just fuck around, have a couple of kids, you know, out of wedlock. <laughs> I mean, who gives a shit? You, know, you can pay child support on that, but I damn sure ain't going to give half of my money to some piece of shit that's pouring champagne on poor people. Anyways, um, but you would think that with all that money, you would basically hire, like, what are those people called? Remember when there was that show? It was, like, Charm School for <laughs> for those, like, whores that were on Flavor of Love. Uh, <laughs> and they, like, taught them how to, you know, not, like, spit on each other and shit. Like, they were, like, teaching them basic fucking manners. Um, it was, like, something that was, like, Flavor of Love Charm School, I think. She, they should have sent her ass to something like that. See, like we are going to teach you like my fair lady, teach you how to not be such a bitch and like show you how you should act when you're winning and you have a champagne bottle, pour a little glass for you and your friends. Do not shake the fucking thing. Like it's the goddamn Daytona 500 and just spray a bunch of poor people with <laughs> fucking champagne. Um, so maybe don't do that. Maybe don't just rub it in people's faces that their team lost. Um, you know, Maybe have a, a wee bit of fucking dignity. Um, you know, I don't think it would have cost that much money to send her ass to something like that. Like basically, you know how they send like German shepherds to get trained. <laughs> like they should have had her ass doing that. Um, so you got that. So I was like, you know, fuck her. And then look at Kelly Stafford, a goddamn saint surviving a fucking brain tumor. Seems to be nice. Has never poured champagne on poor people for all I know. Um, but then the fucking Rams. So so at that point, I'm like, Rams, 
fuck the Bengals, fuck the Chiefs, fuck all these people. Um, going for Rams. Then I find out because the last time the Rams played the 49ers that the it was like 80% of the fans were 49ers fans at LA's home stadium in so, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles or Inglewood. Inglewood up to no good. Um, that it that it was uh, like all 49ers fans. So it's like, God damn. Like, so then um, Kelly Safford made this big thing of like, oh, well, we need to – that shit doesn't need to happen again. So then the next time for the NFC Championship, 49ers-Rams, um, <laughs> Ticketmaster puts this like geolocator shit on people who were like trying to buy tickets. And if you don't live in like L.A. County, you can't buy tickets to this game. So it made it to where like only people in L.A. could buy tickets. So in general, it's going to be – the vast majority going to be LA Rams fans, maybe a few 49ers fans here and there who happen to live like in LA County. But for the most part, it's going to be Rams fans. Um, and I guess they were thinking that nobody would find out about this, which I don't know how the fuck you think that's going to become a secret. Um, and people lost it. They were like, that is some fucking bullshit. Like you cannot make it to where only people who live in this city get to become, or get to go to this fucking game. Like you have to like open that shit up for everybody. Um, and so they finally like turned that shit off and made it to where anybody could buy tickets. Um, and even with that, even with like the Rams getting, you know, like a huge jump on it. When you watch that NFC championship game last weekend or the weekend before, it is like still 60% 49ers fans, which is amazing to me that LA paid all this money to bring a team to bring two teams to Los Angeles and no one gives a fuck about either one of them. Now the Rams are winning the Super Bowl or not winning the Super Bowl, going to the Super Bowl. So that might change things, but poor fucking chargers like the chargers are there. And they're like, man, like they're getting about the same amount of attendance as a goddamn junior high football game. Like, I mean, they're, you could, they're WNBA games that have more people in the fucking stands than a chargers get home game. Um, so it's like, goddamn poor Justin Herbert. Like, I mean, they could be playing this game in a fucking at a park somewhere and have the same amount of attendance. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know what the fuck was the the theory behind that bringing both teams to LA. Which seems just like a fucking stupid idea. Rams, I mean, I guess kind of makes sense, but I mean, the Chargers are in San Diego, so will you move them an hour north so they can you know be have to share a stadium with another team that's way fucking better, so way more people are gonna like that team. So, um, so now I'm kind of like torn. I'm like, well, fuck, fuck the Bengals because they beat the Raiders, but then fuck the Rams. Cause that's a shitty thing to do. Then I remember <laughs> I don't live in fucking Los Angeles. I don't give a fuck that I couldn't buy tickets. I wasn't about to go to this goddamn game anyways. So, and the Bengals, that is something that directly affects me because I'm a Raiders fan. Um, and it's really the only, like, in this year, them making it to the playoffs is about the only happiness I've had in the past five or six years. So, say, fuck that. Uh, going Rams. So, officially, I am going for Los Angeles Rams, and I'm planning on betting a, a nice chunk on that game. Uh, so, goddamn Matthew Stafford, do not let me down. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's going to be bad. I'm jumping off the roof of a fucking building. <laughs> or end up shooting myself in the back of the head. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna be 
it's going to be a really good game. I know that. The Bengals are Bengals are no joke, and they have nothing to fucking lose. Well, the Bengals have – when was the last time they won the Super Bowl? 86, I think, is the last time the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl, 88, something like that, and they got blown off by uh, Joey Montana and Jerry fucking Stick'em Rice. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see. I really hope the Rams beat the shit out of the Bengals. Um, mostly for monetary reasons, but you know, I do like Matthew Stafford a lot. And that poor guy had to live in fucking Detroit, Michigan for the past, what, 12 years. He deserves it. He deserves a Super Bowl MVP, all that shit. Like he deserves some kind of fucking reparations for having to deal live in goddamn Motor City, like, fuck that. Like, there is no amount of money. Well, that's not true. For the most part, there's no amount of money that could get me to live in fucking Detroit, Michigan. And, you know, and, I used, and I've always been, like, um, very anti-Louisiana. That's, like, a topic that has come up multiple times is how much I despise the state of Louisiana, people who live in Louisiana, um, the whole Cajun bullshit, the fact that they eat disgusting ass mud food. Um, I still stand by that, but Detroit and like the whole Michigan area is slowly starting to, uh, creep up on my hatred for Louisiana, starting to kind of balance things out. So in general, fuck both places. Um, and thank God, Matthew Stafford got his ass out of there before it was too late. Holy fuck. Um, so what else happened? Oh, Pro Bowl was yesterday, which, okay, I remember watching the Pro Bowl as a kid, or, okay, never really watched the Pro Bowl that much. I mean, I did watch it a little bit, um, but it always seemed like kind of a joke, but I used to love watching the fucking skills competition, like, and as a kid, I and okay, so preface, I have not watched this shit in a while. Um, I mean, I haven't watched the Pro Bowl since I, probably in 10 years. And I haven't watched, I mean, I've seen like clips of the skills competition from the past couple of years, but I haven't like sat down and watched the skills competition in probably 10 years, probably 10 to eight years. And it is dog shit now. The fucking, I mean, the Pro Bowl is a massive joke. I mean, it was basically, it was a touch football game. And, but they're all wearing pads. Like, why the fuck are you even out here pretending that this is a game? Like, it means nothing. There's no, like, you want to make the Pro Bowl, like, a better, uh, like, I mean, make make it to where there's some risk and reward of even playing in the Pro Bowl. Because then, because it's pointless, no, none of the people, uh, Jesus, I had a hard time with that word. <laughs> none of the people who got voted in the highest bracket, like, for the Pro Bowl, even show up. But Patrick Holmes wasn't there. Josh Allen wasn't there. Like, none of these people who actually the fans vote for are even there. It's always, like, the fifth or sixth alternate. So, you got fucking Kirk Cousins out there. And uh, Mac Jones, like, who in the fuck was voting for them for the Pro Bowl? So, you know damn sure it is dropping. I mean, it's dropping way down. Because then the running backs, you got, like, um, Alvin Kamara, which we'll get into in a second. <laughs> uh yeah, like you don't have Derrick Henry out there. Like you don't have anybody that actually people want to fucking see in the Pro Bowl. But it used to not be like that. It used to be like the Pro Bowl were was like the most badass people in the league who were not about to be in the Super Bowl. So like Tom Brady was in some Pro Bowl. Like I mean, it was 
I mean, it it just makes no sense. It's such a fucking Bush League bullshit now. Um, and so, like, I was like, yeah, but I kind of want to see the skills competition because I haven't watched that in forever. And it is the dumbest shit ever now. Like, I remember as a kid, the skills would be like, there was a quarterback, two different quarterback challenges. One where they would just see who could just sling the fucker, like, the furthest. To me, is one of the most fun things to watch is these dudes just fucking hauling this ball downfield. And you'd have, like, Peyton Manning just like, huh, and throwing a ball, like, fucking 90 yards. And, like, Brett Favre would be out there doing it. Like, it was – and I remember, like, one thing was, like – it might be wrong with this, but I'm pretty sure it was Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, uh, like, Jeff Garcia from the 49ers. Um, who else is out there? Oh, fucking Harbaugh was out there. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, I remember – and uh, maybe, like, Chad Pennington or Vinny Testaverde, whoever was on the – Jets at that time, but it was like a fun fucking thing to watch. And then you'd have, you know, like a precision drill where they're throwing the balls at like the chalk on the front. But then like my favorite one, well, that was my favorite one. The second favorite thing to watch was the lineman doing the bench press competition. Cause you'd see these fuckers like, just like, Oh my God. Like you, cause what would they bench in like two fifty or two twenty five? It's just seeing how many reps they could do. See people do it like 30 times. Like, Holy shit. Like, and that's, how it should be this year or, and they may have been doing this for a while now, but they don't have any of that shit anymore. They have a foot race, which they did used to do a foot race. That was fucking awesome this year. It was a 40 yard dash, which is bullshit. And you have Tyree kill out there who is the fastest human being on the planet. No question. The fastest person on the planet. Now, how the fuck does he come in fourth out of four people? If he's the fastest person on the planet. Oh, maybe it's because he doesn't give a shit. The only person who actually cared were Nick Chubb and Michael Parsons. And then, yeah, Michael Parsons won, which, look, you know, I'm not gay, but Michael Parsons is a fucking stud of a human being. So, you know, I guess just throwing that out there for some reason. Uh, (laughs) But the, I mean, it was just so fucking stupid. Like, and then there's no bench pressing shit. Like, there's nothing for linemen and or defense in general because, well, they had this one, like, the thread the needle thing where they're trying to throw it into these holes and, like, the cornerbacks and safeties are trying to, like, block it. It's fucking stupid. And then they do a dodgeball game, which the dodgeball game is actually pretty cool. Like, I'll, I'll admit, they should just have that be the entire Pro Bowl, uh, but have it be the entire teams out there. Like, not just, like, what, eight people. Like, have it be the whole NFC team, the whole AFC team out there and just slam each other with those fucking dodgeballs. Um, that shit was actually pretty fucking cool to watch. Um, but otherwise, I mean, the Pro Bowl's garbage, and the game was just, Jesus Christ. Like, like my mom can tackle people better than that shit. Like, and they're, yeah, they're just like touching each other. And then that's like, oh, fucking God. Like, why are you wearing pads? Like, why the fuck are you wearing pads if you're playing touch football? Like, whenever, like, we used to play tackle football, no fucking pads. And granted, we were like little kids. I mean, you're not really getting a whole lot of momentum when you're fucking seven, but still, bunch of fucking pussies. Anyways, uh, so the little news story that happened after the Pro Bowl. So they do the Pro Bowl, which. I didn't know this. They don't do the Pro Bowl in Hawaii anymore. Uh, like when I was a kid, it was that shit was always in Hawaii. Um, and yeah, and it was like fucking awesome. Like you'd be the, like, you know, like 
if you live in Hawaii, you you're fucked as far as sports goes. Like you don't have any professional sports team and never will because you live out in an island in the middle of fucking nowhere. And so, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, screwed whenever, which is also what's crazy to me is that like Hawaii does have like a university and probably more than one, but they have one and you know, they have like a football team. So they play people, which is crazy to think that like they're having to fly like far as shit to play football games. And then other teams are having to be like, oh, well, we're playing in Stanford this year or this week. Next week we're going to goddamn Hawaii. Like that I don't know why that blows my mind, but it does. Anyway, so yeah, so I found out they don't do it in Hawaii anymore, which is a bit of a shock. And then they're doing it in Vegas. And it looked like it was goddamn 15 degrees in Las Vegas. That they're all wearing like these huge hoodies and shit. I'm like, like and that was the whole point of this thing is that they're leaving because it's cold as shit February leaving going somewhere like sunny and nice like and always look cool as shit and they're always wearing like Hawaiian t-shirts and stuff like I mean all that's gone like it uh and yeah they're wearing like hoodies I'm like who the fuck wants to go out here and look and I've said this multiple times Las Vegas well granted is my favorite place on earth but it is a risky fucking place to send people who are young and have a fuck ton of money like, I mean, it is risk. You were taking a massive risk whenever you're doing this. So, uh, to kind of prove the point, Alvin Kamara, um, you know what I realized? Like, I actually, like, I dated a girl who looked suspiciously like Alvin Kamara. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything. But, yeah, whenever I saw this picture, I was like, Oh shit, he kind of uh, Alan Kamara's a bad bitch, to be honest. So, um, he goes to a casino. I mean, they all go to casinos after the Pro Bowl because one, they're all getting like a hundred grand or some shit like that. Like they're getting, they're getting fucking paid uh, to be in the Pro Bowl. So I guess I can kind of understand why some people want to do it. Um, because I guess some people's you know car dealerships didn't uh, kind of fell through. <laughs> uh, so they go. Go to Vegas, get paid a pretty good amount of money, and then immediately go to the casinos, which, you know, in general, like, it's probably not bad, but there's just always the risk of shit going wrong. And it went fucking wrong last night. So, <laughs> so Alvin Kamara was there, and who knows what was happening? I mean, probably just fucking balling because he's goddamn Alvin Kamara, one of the greatest running backs in the NFL. He's a bad bitch. Um, and he's walking around with like a hundred grand in his pocket. Apparently some shit got started between him and another dude at a casino. And he beat the living shit out of this dude. So much so that the guy had to go to the hospital with like severe bodily injuries. Told the cops, hey, fucking Alvin Kamara just whooped my ass. So Alvin Kamara gets arrested and is like getting charged with battery resulting in severe bodily damage or some shit like that. I mean, it's like a longer explanation, but basically bat like hardcore battery. So I don't know exactly what he did. Like if he smacked the dude with the fucking stool or something, but he did enough to just to get, you know, that long of a title for a, whatever crime it is. He brought, I mean, battery, but there's like battery resulting in severe bodily harm. It's like, well, Jesus. I mean, like what separates that? Like anyways, I mean, and also, like, I don't even want to put this shit on Alvin Kamara because, I mean, 
the dude that he beat the shit out of, I'm sure was not just like, hey, Mr. Kamara, nice to meet you. And he just fucking cold cocked him. <laughs> like, I'm sure the dude was like antagonizing the shit out and probably saying like, fuck the Saints or, you know, whatever. You're like, you can't make the play. Like, probably saying some crazy shit. Some shit that I would probably say if, you know, like I saw Patrick Mahomes at a fucking casino. <laughs> hey, where's your fucking wife? Um, uh, so... You know, I don't really blame Alvin Kamara for beating the shit of the dude. And you're talking shit to a dude who is a physical, like, god. Like, people who are in the NFL are not normal people. Like, even the people who go to the NFL and don't do, like, a whole lot, when you meet them in person, you're like, oh, there's something way different about you than me. <laughs> like, I mean, I've met a couple people who were in the NFL. Some were, you know, like, decently big in the NFL. Some, you know, not so much. Even it doesn't matter. Even the ones who like you know had a decent go at it, you just look at me like, what the fuck? Like, why are you why are you built like this? Like, how in the fuck does that even happen? Uh, so, to go up to somebody who's in the NFL and you know he's in the NFL and try to talk shit to him, like, what do you think is gonna happen? You think you're gonna be able to fight one of like they're so much faster, so much stronger, like their re- reaction speeds are triple what any normal person is i mean you don't have a goddamn chance so i say fuck the dude you know and i don't I'm not a big like saints fan. i mean i hate the fucking saints because i hate louisiana but you know I'm, i'll stand with alvin Kamara on this one but yeah i don't know it's fucking wild like it is insane to me that they are just gonna keep putting shit in vegas knowing full well that <laughs> there's gonna be some some you know lawless shit going on down there i mean that's what vegas is designed for it is a oasis of fucking cocaine bright lights and just every debaucherous thing you can think of is in this one street in the middle of a desert what the fuck do you think is going to happen like I mean, and granted, they try, they're trying to make Vegas into a more family-friendly place with some stuff like the Cirque du Soleil stuff. And like, good fucking luck. I mean, I went there whenever I was a kid. Or not a kid. I mean, I was like 18, 17. And, you know, I mean, I did not feel welcomed. <laughs> like, I mean, I was still able to do some stuff just because, I mean, they don't tend to care too much, believe it or not. I mean, I couldn't gamble, but, like, I mean, I could go into, like, any place, like strip clubs and stuff like that. Um, not that I even did, but well, okay, sort of, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking is whenever they say, oh, we're going to put a bunch of millionaire 22 year olds in the middle of the most lawless place on the planet. Like, and then you're surprised that one of them just beats the brakes off of a dude in the casino. It's like, it's not really that big of a surprise. But, you know, that's how they're doing it. Um, so, let's see. I guess to uh, close it out, uh, fuck Neil Young. <laughs> this shit is getting wild. So, and look, I mean, I don't know Joe Rogan. Don't know him. I'm a fan, massive fan, have always been. Um, but not even trying to go into any of that shit. Neil Young is such a fucking out-of-touch piece of shit that he thinks that pulling his dog shit music off of Spotify is going to have anybody is going to, I mean, is going to do anything. Okay. One Neil Young 
like I just want to go on this little tirade because I've always hated that motherfucker. Always have hated Neil Young. And then Joni Mitchell's kicking in, which is like, who the fuck listens to Joni Mitchell? Um, and to be, for that fucking point, who the fuck listens to Neil Young? The only people who listen to Neil Young are too old to even know what the fuck Spotify is. Like Neil Young is like the original fucking emo just douche. Like, old man, look at my... Oh, God. I hate his music. So, I hate, like, fucking whiny shit. And it's, you know, like, give me fucking Slayer, goddammit. Like, Slayer's not going to make a song about somebody having a heart of gold. Go fuck yourself. And then, like, Neil Young is like... Well, then what's funny is that, you know, Neil Young's like, oh, I don't want to be associated with Joe Rogan and all this stuff. You know who used to live with Neil Young for a little bit? A dude named fucking Charles Manson. So I was like, so you're cool with, you were fine with being associated with that motherfucker, but you don't want to be associated with Joe. And you're not associated with it just because somebody's music, like that's like me saying like, oh, I'm not going to listen to fucking like ACDC because they're on Spotify with fucking Metallica. Like it, they, it's just a platform for musicians podcasts. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, Neil Young is such a fucking idiot. And then it's crazy. I was like, why the fuck does Neil Young care about this so much? Like, isn't Neil Young Mr. like rocking in the free world, like f- protesting shit? Like, like it seems weird that Neil Young would be so against all this stuff. Then it turns out, which you don't really have to do a whole lot of fucking, you don't got to dive too deep into this to find out. So when Neil Young sold his like catalog of music for like 200, 250 million, I think is what it was, sold his entire catalog of music. To this guy who was like a business partner, friend, whatever. That guy is on the fucking board of directors for Pfizer. Now, does that mean that there's a connection? Maybe not. But fuck, that is that is hard. It is hard not to see a connection between the two. You're like, why would Neil Young care so much? And then Joni Mitchell just does whatever the fuck Neil Young does because they kind of look lot. They look a lot alike. They both make shit music. Like, who the fuck? I mean, I'll tell you what. Like, if, you know, if, uh, like, Typo Negative pulls their music off Spotify, well, that might be a problem. But I say fucking rest and piss, Neil Young. Like, you suck ass anyways. And I'm not even, like, standing up for anybody. Whatever. I don't I don't give a fuck, really. It has nothing to do with me. Say whatever you want. You know, I believe in ultimate, like, freedom of speech. Um even if that means you're saying, you know, dumb shit. Say, I mean, I'm not even saying he's saying dumb shit. Just whatever it is. And, I mean, yeah, just, it makes no sense to me that people are, like, losing their shit about all this so much. And then, like, Neil Young's like, oh, I'm going to pull it off of Spotify. It's like, yeah, well, you didn't push it off of YouTube. And, you know, Rogan shit's all over YouTube, too. So, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I just thought it was seemed like a bit of an overreaction <laughs> and you know so fuck Neil Young who else who else fuck um yeah I guess just Neil Young for today and Joni Mitchell I guess I don't really give two shits about Joni Mitchell and I don't think really anybody else does I don't even think Neil Young cares about Joni Mitchell he's probably just like god damn bitch you're trying to steal my spotlight <laughs> she kind of looks like Carrie like Carrie White from the movie Carrie She's a very, like, there are certain people that when you look at them, it just makes you feel really uncomfortable because of how ugly they are. And I do understand that I probably give that feeling to people sometimes. Um, 
but she's one of those people that every time I see her, I'm like, ugh, just makes me feel like, makes me feel like there's ants crawling on me. Neil Young too, really, because it's just, there's something very Neanderthalic. There's no way that's a word, but there's something Neanderthalic about how he looks. And Joni Mitchell for the same, uh, for that matter also. Just weird, weird people. Um, so, you know, like I said, as long as Typo Negative is still on Spotify, I'm still on Spotify. <laughs> and Steely Dan. Steely Dan leaves Spotify. Might have to get an iPhone and move to Apple Music. So, join that fucking cult. All right. Well, I'd say this is probably a good time to wrap things up. Uh, well, goodbye. <laughs>